Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Tom Talk Trash, and I'm back with another episode of Loving Wrestling for Fightful Overbooked. And today, I'm joined by the Trivia King, a very nice man. That is the man you know as Greg Cherry from the Greg Cherry brand. So welcome to the show. It's good to talk to you, Tom. How are you? I'm good. It's always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. So if we take this back, do you remember the moment, not that you first discovered wrestling, but that you realize, oh, this is my thing now. I love this. So that would take me back about 30 years. I, I started watching wrestling in about mid-1992. Uh, SummerSlam 1992 was actually the first show I remember distinctly watching. And it, it had to have been early around then. Uh, my dad actually got me a couple of action figures. Hmm. Uh, to start my collection off. And the first two wrestling action figures I ever got were Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Oh. So, to, so to start out with two of the horsemen to start that collection was a pretty good way to start, if you ask me. Uh, so it, it was around that time frame where I just really started to get into it, started watching it, started paying attention to it, and just really enjoying it. Mm. So I, I have to ask, when you got these first two action figures, did you have a ring? Did you play with them? Or were they just sort of, these are on the window, um, uh, on, the, on the wall sort of thing? I wasn't sure what to do with them at first. Uh, my dad actually built like a ring out of wood and like just like regular ropes that you use to like hook onto stuff, not like anything like that. But and it, it was cool. I think I still have it somewhere. It might still be at my parents' house for mm. all I know. But I do have a good chunk of wrestlers here that I keep and still a few down there that I'd have to get. But yeah, it was uh, quite a collection for a while. I stopped collecting maybe in my teenage years because, mm. uh, you know, they started to get expensive even back then. I mean, they're mm. about 15, 20 bucks a pop now. So it's uh, very tough. But yeah, that was what really got me started was those couple action figures and just being able to do whatever I uh, could with those. You talked about uh, SummerSlam 92 being the pay-per-view that you first saw. Do you remember a match that specifically made you realize, okay, I love wrestling now? Uh, yeah, the main event, Bret Hart and the British Bulldog. Uh, that, that's such a classic match. I, and I, I say that all the time, and I feel like I have not gone back and watched that match enough to really appreciate it now. Mm. Uh, so that's something I plan on doing is going back and watching uh, some of the old SummerSlams. WrestleManias, go check those out because there are some guys, believe it or not, as much of a trivia guy as I am, there are some WrestleManias and SummerSlams that I still have not seen yet. That surprises so, me. I will not lie. I know. There, there's a lot out there that's like, wow, you know about this stuff, but you've never watched it. So I I do have gaps, believe it or not. What is your, you talk about having gaps there and I interrupted you. I do apologize. No, what is fine. your uh, the gap that most people would think 
Greg would know that. What is the thing that maybe you don't know that people would think? Greg Cherry should, would know that. Uh, original ECW. I am terrible at original ECW. It, it was never something I watched growing up. I have gone back and watched a couple of pay-per-views uh, since uh, like the network, Peacock and all that stuff came out. Uh, but I was never a big fan of it growing up. I was always WWE, WCW, um, and some local promotions even before I watched original ECW. Uh, so it was never something I got into. It's not that I didn't care for it. Now that I watch death matches all the time, uh, I shouldn't say all the time, but more frequently. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, uh, more frequently than I did back then. It, it's something I should go take a look at because there's a lot of good stuff original ECW. Hmm. So you talked about the have uh, the main event of SummerSlam '92 being a match that makes you think, "Oh, I love wrestling." What is a match like? Doesn't have to be current day, but what is a match that you go back and watch? Maybe if you're burned out or you think maybe I don't love wrestling anymore, what is the match that you go back and watch and you're like, "Ah, this is why I love wrestling." Um, it's gonna sound weird, but some of my favorite matches are battle royals. Which are not like technical classics by any means, but I can throw on a battle royal. It doesn't matter from what time period, what company, and I can just relax. It's like this is chaos, but I love it. Um, Does that but, include Royal Rumbles, or do you view oh, them as two separate things? I, I am of anything. I am specialized in wrestling trivia. With the Royal Rumble match itself is it. Uh, somebody once asked me who was the twenty third entrant in the Greatest Royal Rumble. And I had to think about it for a second, but I got it. I've it got was, it was for a, you, if you don't mind. It was Drew Gulak. But oh, wow. It, it, was, uh, it was so obscure. I was like, man, I've only watched the greatest Royal Rumble maybe like twice. So I figured it was like an obscure name. So I just threw one out there. It was the right answer. It's like, you can't like think about stuff like that. It, it's just crazy. The ridiculous knowledge I have with Mm. So you talked, you talked about that. You ridiculous, not in your own words. You ridiculous, not five thousand dollars. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, three hundred dollars. You're putting gas in your car. Anyway, why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus of wrestling trivia at times so how did you for people that may not know how did you discover trivia how did wrestling trivia become your thing things like that it it was never really something that i had thought about doing um it was just i had watched a lot of wrestling and if i watch something enough times uh, i'm able to retain sometimes very specific details of the thing and when the wrestling trivia challenge first started out um, back in 2017, it was something that's like, you know, this this would be fun to do. I'm going to try it out. 
Um, I did win the championship a couple times and then eventually retired it this earlier this year because there wasn't anybody who could beat me for it. Not to say that there isn't anybody who could beat me in wrestling trivia, just for that specific style of show. Mm. Um, I went, I just went on a run and it, it was a lot of fun. It got me on Quizzlemania uh, through all that stuff and through uh, very much uh, a push from guys like Sean Ross. Yeah. And Yangi and, uh, Alex, Queen of the Ring. There, there were quite a few people behind that. Mm. So I feel like, like people that have watched my show will know, or people that have watched your appearance on the spotlight will know. So how, but just briefly, we got to talk about it because you brought it up. How did the Quizzlemania thing come about? Um, the Quizzlemania thing came about because I bugged the guys from Wrestle Talk for like two years. <laughs> and so like they, it, it, it started out, they didn't really know. It was like, I eh, kind of push and push and push. And then eventually I super chatted like, hey, get me on the show. And then I made like a bigger push. I did admittedly get a little annoying about it. So I apologize for that. Um, but after a while, um, I really started to like, you know, maybe my approach isn't right. Maybe I need to be more respectful of what I'm trying to get, uh, which I think really helped turn the corner. It got me a bunch of friends in the wrestling media sphere. And that's where I think guys like Sean and uh, girls like Alex and Satyam Yangi and SP3 and a whole bunch of people just really started to push for me to get that spot. And it was so cool once it finally happened. Um, that it was very emotional for me like it, you mm. would think it's, it's just a youtube show how big of a deal was it for me but it's one of those things that when you work for something so hard if you push for something so hard and you believe that you can earn that spot or earn that position or whatever it's such an awesome feeling realizing it. Mm. and it's not something that has happened a ton in my life but that was very satisfying finally make that happen what is the next you brought up there how satisfying it was to get on Quizomania. what is the next because we'll lead into the next question of five people you love within wrestling media who is the next five people that you're like i'd love to work with them i'd love to be on their show etc yeah i i would still love to work with sean as much interaction as we've had we've never been able to be on that hasn't show. happened that is surprising yeah, it's surprising. We've talked about it a few times. The schedules have just never lined up. Um, Denise Salcedo is another one, uh, but shes I know she's insanely busy and probably booked for the next year and a half. Um, I would love to work with Chris Van Vliet at some point. Uh, I just think he does a great job with his interviews. And there are a bunch of people in wrestling media that I see, whether it's on YouTube or TikTok or Twitter, that I just, I just want to be involved with so many people and just be in that circle you know what i mean i, yeah. I just think it'd be so cool uh to interact with as many people as possible and maybe unite the community a little more i know sometimes people in the community are kind of jags to each other for lack of a better term uh but you know i think that kindness and showing respect like doing all that it's not that hard it really isn't no. so as many people as i can work with in wrestling media I will say yes. The Wrestle Talk guys too. Like I've never worked with Luke Owen or Ollie Davis or Pete Quinnell or because uh, I have worked with Tempest and Sat Adam obviously for that episode of uh, Quizmania. Uh, but 
there's still guys with Russell talk to him like as well. Mm. So you brought up there, uh, uh, obvious, it's obvious how passionate you are about wrestling and the community and things of, and things of that nature. So what would you ever do? What do you do sort of when you become like, okay, I've watched far too much wrestling in the last week. I need to say step back. How do you avoid the burnout? How do you sort of, how do I explain this? How do you sort of not, how do you just sort of keep your fandom alive and love wrestling even when you're immersed in it quite a lot? It's actually surprising. Over the last year or so, I have not watched weekly television that often. Uh, so I, I keep up with it by watching people react on Twitter. I do try and catch Dynamite as much as possible. Um, I, I occasionally catch Raw SmackDown, um, the occasional collision as well. It, it, it's just very hard. Number one, being married and not being paid to watch it. It's very hard to mm. continually keep up with it because there is so much. That's not a bad thing if you love wrestling. It's not a bad thing with there being that much wrestling. But between renovating a house and, you know, trying to spend time with my wife and trying to find a job on top of it, it's it's just a lot to try and fit wrestling in there. I do try to, but at the same time, it gets very difficult. Yeah. If it, if it was a position I was paid to do, like if I got paid to review wrestling, that would be obviously fantastic because I would have no problem doing it. I was like, yeah, I'm getting paid for something I enjoy doing. Absolutely. I will do that. And there are a lot of great people who do that. And I try not to do that on my channel just because there are so many other people doing it that I don't just want to become a carbon copy. That's why, yeah. the, that's why the Greg Cherry Show is what it is. It, it does talk about wrestling. It does talk about sports. But I also try and let people have a good time with the show. I, I don't want to over-inundate with just review talk and stuff like that. It's like you can get that pretty much anywhere else. So that's why I try to be different. Mm. So you talked about their trying to be different and stuff. What is it you think makes the Greg Cherry Show different type of thing? I know you talked about it a little bit, but if I was to say to you one word that makes the Greg Cherry Show different than everything else, what would it be? Um, I don't know if I can sum it up in one word. Um, insanity, I guess. Yeah. We, we have this thing on our show where I, if somebody donates to the show, I spin a wheel. I do whatever the wheel says, whether it's a wrestling entrance, uh, whether I just sing karaoke, uh, there's spots on that wheel for me to exercise, which may or may not be as much as exercise as I actually get. Uh, <laughs> there's mm -hmm. uh, uh, people can call into the show, but there's a lot of different options on there. And I think that's, it, it makes the show different because you never know what to expect from that wheel and what people are going to request. Like, I did a Greg Cherry show on a Saturday here a couple of weeks ago. And one of the requests was for Candace Michelle's entrance. I've seen this. Yes. <laughs> uh, so doing stuff like that. And I, I have no shame. I have no problem doing stuff like that because it entertains the people. So anybody who comes along and watches that is like, this guy's weird. Why, why is he doing all these entrances? It's like, first of all, if you watch my TikTok, I've done many different women's entrances. It's actually my most viewed video on TikTok mm. doing those. Um, so I, I have no problem. I just want to show my love of wrestling and how, like, the little things for the entrances 
I try and get that because a lot of people just do like the big things. It's like there's a lot of little intricacies in wrestling in the entrances and really any wrestling uh, that a lot of people don't pick up on. And that's what I like to pick up on is those little things. Mm, I understand what you're saying completely there. I know you said you don't watch a lot of wrestling, but when you do, who do you love watching wrestling alongside to bring it back Uh, to loving wrestling? Um, well, my wife actually is not a huge fan of wrestling. She'll watch it with me. Um, but I do talk to my best friend, Travis, about it all the time. Um, he's actually somebody that, uh, between him and my wife, that we've gone to a WrestleMania. We went to WrestleMania in Miami. That was an incredible experience. Uh, so we got to see The Undertaker and Triple H and Hell in a Cell and Rock versus Cena for the first time. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And he and I are planning on going to Philadelphia this year. So. Hopefully that'll be a good time as well. Um, other people, uh, my co-host of the Break Cherry Show, Jeff Meacham, Maddie Laws, love talking about wrestling with them. Um, aside from that, there aren't a ton of people in this area that I invite over, unless it's the Royal Rumble, which again is my event to watch. I bring yeah. people over to the Rumble all the time, and we play this little Rumble game where it's like, hey, if you draw the number of the winner of the royal rumble then you win the game and stuff like that we we do a version of that on the greg cherry show too it's like hey you donate five bucks that person wins the rumble you win the whole prize pool stuff like that and we did something like that we raised money for jesse david because she was going through some medical stuff mm. and we did that and we donated half the funds to her uh, just to help raise money it was kind of like 50 50 type deal i didn't win anything but you know, with the purpose of what we were doing, that's perfectly fine. I had no problem uh, taking the gal there. Uh, yeah. So it, it was just something cool that we had to do. It's obvious how... Uh, no, we talked about that. Uh, so mm-hmm. as we look at wrapping this up pretty soon, Greg, because I do want to be respectful of your time. If I mm-hmm. said to you three moments in the current... Actually, have we talked about burnout? My brain has gone a bit shit. We have, haven't we? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I do I do have the questions that you sent me and three wrestlers from history that yeah, made yeah. me love wrestling. Yeah. Um, well, Shawn Michaels is my favorite of all time. You might not hear this combination of three anywhere else except me. Mm. Um, Shawn Michaels, Shane McMahon, and Mercedes Monet. Okay, I understand and, number one and number two, number three, but yeah. why does yes. number two speak to you? I don't know how to explain it, but I have always watched and enjoyed the things that Shane McMahon has done with the ring because he is not a full-time wrestler. He never has been, but he will go out there and do whatever it takes to steal the show. Mm. And he's actually half of my favorite wrestling match of all time, him and Kurt Angle at King Mm. of the Ring. I, I don't know why, but my like rabid fandom of Shane McMahon is sometimes unexplainable, but mm. I've just enjoyed him. When he came back in 2016, I was happy. How did you feel when he tore his quad at this past mania? It hurt my heart because like it, it was such a roller coaster of emotions because when he came back, we all thought he was gone from the previous one, the previous Royal Rumble. And then he came back, nobody knew about it. And I, I was ecstatic. And then he tore his quad. And like the moment kind of got soured for me. It's like, I hope he's doing better. I saw he was training like three weeks after he yeah. did that. So that was Shane insane. McMahon's an absolute 
fast. Yeah. yeah. It must be in the McMahon genes to just be athletic beast. And I, I've always loved Shane. Mm. And then what about free moments or wrestlers or matches from the current, like, as we record this in July 2023, that you're like, I like, I, I enjoy this. Um, well, Bianca Belair, I think, is absolutely fantastic at everything she does. Uh, fantastic athlete, fantastic wrestler. Uh, charisma just coming from everywhere. She, she's spectacular. Um, also, Ricky Starks. I really enjoy Ricky Starks. He just won the Owen tournament. Mm. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Again, charisma personified. And also, I, I'm very happy that they're having the success that they are now because during the pandemic era, I was like, I really like these guys. I think they're going to do big things. It's the acclaimed. Mm. I really enjoy the acclaimed. So happy for Max and Anthony. And of course, Billy Gunn, who joined uh, a little bit ago. I, I'm just so happy for all the good things that are happening with the acclaimed. Mm, that's very cool to hear, my friend. So the question I end this show on, Greg, is um, do you believe, it's obvious how passionate you are about wrestling currently, but do you believe you will always love wrestling? I think so. In in some aspects, I think I always will love wrestling. Um, will it always be my first love? Depends on if it's football season. <laughs> um, <laughs> because when American football season starts, that is my bread and butter. I will actually watch football over wrestling. And that uh -huh. has been the case for the last couple for the last few years. Just because it's not around all the time. Wrestling is around all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it goes 52 weeks a year. Football season is kind of condensed. So whenever that happens, it's like last year there was a college football game and the Survivor Series happening at the same time. And I was watching college football. So mm. it, it might surprise a lot of people for as much stuff as I know about wrestling, but I, I, I do enjoy my sports, so I, I can't walk away from that. But I will, will always have a soft spot for wrestling. I'll always be there. That's very cool to hear, my friend. So as we wrap this up, where can the good people find you, any content you want to promote, etc. Uh, you can find me basically on all social media at Greg Cherry Brand, all one word. Uh, the Greg Cherry Show airs live every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, 7 p.m. Daylight Time. Who knows? Daylight savings might be going well. Um, you can also check out uh, the Jeff Meacham Network for all stuff. I'm included with that. Uh, you can check out reviews and uh, watch alongs and a whole bunch of stuff that simulcast on the Brick Cherry brand. So uh, go check that out. And it's uh, about it for me. It's well worth doing, guys. So if you guys like this video, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to Fight for Leather Books uh, on YouTube. So, so follow them on Twitter. Subscribe to my channel on YouTube, Tom Talk Trash, where I interview the greats in wrestling media about their overall fandom. This fine gentleman has been on the channel before. And Follow me on Twitter at Tonsil Trash, and I will see you in the next episode of Loving Wrestling. Uh, goodbye now.